I, I could do a six-hour show today. We have so much to talk about. Um, and I, uh, we, we have John Solomon on today. The reason why he w- didn't make it yesterday is very clear today. There is a new article out um, that does not bode well for Joe Biden and the Democrats. And I really want to go over my theory uh, that you need to know uh, and also this article. Mm, yeah, that sounds interesting. What else is on? Bill O'Reilly. Uh, Bill O'Reilly is mm-hmm. on. Yeah, is there anything I, else? I, I want to I kind of start with the things, that the stories that we really haven't talked about. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. What else but, uh, is on today's show? Anything else you can think of? Oh, I know. Your sister's on today. She's got a new book out. It tells all no these... No one told me this. No one told... I know you were you trying to book her. You didn't know she had a new her. book? Yeah. I knew she was, and I knew everybody was trying to book her. But today's not a good day. Oh, oh you, you want to cancel? Is this cancel culture on your own sister? Is that what we're doing right now? I mean, she's booked for the interview. You're trying to cancel your own sister. Pathetic. Because you are just going to use my sister. You and Pat are so excited about this. You're just going to use my sister. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Uh, all that and so much more coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I'm trying to get her to say something stupid about me Hmm. or accurate i want to get into the john solomon article but i first i want to address something that i think at least i am feeling and i think others may be as well there is a tremendous amount of things to be worried about and if you are if you are paying attention it is a little overwhelming we are seeing and hearing a tremendous amount of stories all coming at us the same time let me just give you the, just a few of the things that have happened just in the last couple of days. The two most powerful and influential Western democracies in the history of the world are both experiencing nothing short of political coups to remove their democratically elected uh, leaders from office. The U.S. US House of Representatives, n- led by Nancy Pelosi, a formal impeachment inquiry of President Donald Trump, allegedly, And for allegedly, I think, doing his job. At the same time, we haven't been paying attention to what's happening in the UK. The Supreme Court has just ruled that Prime Minister Boris Johnson violated their constitution by suspending Parliament for five weeks. A move designed to force the Prime Minister to, to resign from office and to further the delay on Brexit. The global economy is swinging dramatically towards a financial crash and recession, with six of the G7 nations now issuing negative yielding government bonds. In other words, you can invest in those countries, but you're going to get less than you put in when they give you your money back. Also, the EU is launching quantitative easing to the tune of $20 billion a month, just pumping cash into the European banking sector. European banks are in trouble, but how about the U.S. banks? We found out yesterday that they currently are requiring $160 billion of cash every single night from the Fed just to meet their cash reserve requirements and operating expenses. This is basically a day loan enabling them to borrow from Peter to pay Paul via freshly printed cash from the Federal Reserve. Same time, Saudi Arabia, world's leading net supplier of fuel, of oil and natural gas, suffered serious military attack just a week ago. 50% of their energy production capabilities gone. The attacks 
seems to be sponsored by the hardline Islamist fascist within Iran, the world's leading sponsor of global terrorism. We haven't even talked about Iran for the last few days because we've been so busy with a coup happening here. Global banks representing more than $110 trillion in total cash and investment value recently signed on the UN-backed initiative committing to the so-called environmentally responsible carbon-neutral investment policies, pledging not to provide any lending, banking, or investment services to companies that don't meet the new Green Deal-type zero-emission standards. This move will dramatically hamper any kind of energy production, any kind of mining, forestry, farming, ranching, all around the world, including an estimated $12 trillion in GPS loss to us alone over the next 10 years. Google announced they're walking through the quantum computing door. That dramatically will accelerate the capabilities of true artificial intelligence, moving us forward towards the possibility of a singularity-type event when computers will become self-aware and begin acting independently from their human programmers. Quietly, the latest financial stability report provided by the Federal Reserve to Congress in it was the fact that the U.S. student loan default rates have soared to almost 10% of all federal loans, and they're now in default. Over 27% of the loans are delinquent, meaning the least, in the least that 30 days late in making these payments. However, both of these numbers are higher and worse than they were in the Great Depression. I could go on. Bernie and Elizabeth Warren's wealth tax, Beto and Warren's gun confiscation, Yang's universal basic income, AOC's Green New Deal, the fact that 65% of all Democrats now embrace socialism. There is so much chaos in the world. There is so much flux. There are crisis situations. We're inundated with these things every single day. How are we expected to make through this? How are we supposed to to make it? How are you supposed to deal with it? How are you supposed to be able to do your everyday and worry about all of that stuff? Well, I'm going to say something very counterintuitive. None of this matters. Don't get me wrong. It does matter because truth matters, justice matters, right and wrong matters, but the chaos is not in control. The chaos is the noise, and the chaos only matters if we join in to the chaos and help create more chaos by us freaking out. What if I told you we know exactly how to deal with this? Because we have the model. We know exactly what to do. We know what to do as Americans. We know that Americans in the end are the ones that stand up and save the world. We know what to do as conservatives and libertarians. We know what to do as a Glenn Beck radio audience or a Blaze TV audience. We know what to do as rational, principled, and virtuous people. We know what to do because we've been here before. Yeah, the names and the faces and some of the problems were different. The supposed crisis is different. 
The alleged consequences might have been different, but the principles are the same. Our experience on Earth is one of a recurring theme of original principles versus contextual choices. Each of us either choose to live by the principles of nature. Whether you believe the natural world was created by God or not, there are natural rules. The natural world exists, and we exist in it. The natural world, including mankind, is governed by laws that supersede our feelings, our hopes, our wishes, our fears. If we just follow those laws and align our values to those eternal natural laws, we will find success and happiness. If we deny man's nature and our place in nature, if we continue to violate the laws of nature, we are only going to find failure and misery. It doesn't matter what the crisis is. It doesn't matter who the bad guys are this time around. If we live to the true principles that we all have always known were true and correct, then virtue will prevail. What happened to innocent before proven guilty? Trump may be guilty of a lot. He may be guilty of being a jerk. He may be a bad actor. He may have orange skin. He's definitely guilty of having weird-ass hair. But when we're dealing with the highest office in the land, how is it that guilty until proven innocent has taken over our national mentality? That's the highest. If, the, if this guy is guilty before being proven innocent, what do you think happens to you or your children when they grow up? What message are we sending to our sons and daughters? What message are we sending to the nations of the earth who look towards us as an example of truth and justice and freedom and liberty? Yeah, I know, the, the political people, they don't look at us like this. All the people that want chaos in the world, they don't look at it like this. But all of the people who are enslaved around the world, all of the people who are hoping for a better life, for a, just a chance to make it, they still do look at America as that beacon of truth and justice and freedom and liberty. Wake up to who you really are. Wake up to what America has always been. We're not perfect. We never have been. But together, we've made it. Together, with all of our differences, we find one common thing that brings us all together. And that one common thing is we believe in the freedom of mankind. We believe in the ability to be different. We believe you don't have to be connected to be able to have a shot. You don't have to be born in the right family. You don't have to have the right name. Your dad could be a scumbag and you didn't pay the price. That's the way it is in the rest of the world. It has never been like that here, and that's exactly what we're turning into. This isn't us. Americans are better than this. So before we get into all the crap of the day, let me just, let me just say this. 
know who you really are. Know who you really are in the natural world as an animal who has to obey natural laws and also for those of you who believe in a God that you are a literal son or daughter of God. We are princes and princesses of an eternal king. We are not acting like that. We are not acting like we have any of the rights or the responsibilities that come with being a prince or a princess. Know who you are and love yourself. When you know who you are, it's easier to love yourself. And when you really truly know who you are and love yourself, you become more humble and more kind. Know and love your family. Know and love your neighbors. The rest is as it always is. Just noise. Now, are you guys going to be nice to my sister? Oh my God, I love your sister. I know you love my sister. I'm be very nice mean, to your uh, sister. No, but... Being nice to your sister is no, not the I concern mean, like, for you here. She wrote this. This is a this is a game changing book in her life. She wrote what's called the Pie Letters, mm-hmm. and much to my chagrin, no recipes are in this book. But it is a book of of. I mean, we had a we had a rough childhood, and Coletta had a really rough childhood, and she, you know, she's always been a hippie. She's older than me, and she's this, this hippie. <laughs> Um, uh, and she tried to find peace with my mother's suicide, her husband's suicide, and, uh, and really kind of just went off on her own and took this journey. And she didn't think she would, yeah, she didn't know where she was going. And, yeah. uh, she found kindness to be the answer. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's actually a really cool story. Uh, and I, it doesn't really lend itself for me to mock you on it unfortunately as as much as i would like that's what i'm doing here (laughs) right no i know you're setting it up so Mm -hmm. so it feels bad for me and pat to yeah i want you two to walk around feeling like worthless human beings right and because her whole point is kindness Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you didn't write this book she did (laughs) so we'll be kind to her (laughs) right and you're unrelated to the process but i am it's a great story and um and i will at least attempt to uh, mine some details about your childhood that maybe if, would explain some behavior of of yours. Nothing can explain this That's... except genius. I'm just saying. What was it? Genius. 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 I thought you were going to say drugs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, they do sound yeah. an awful lot alike. <laughs> yeah. I can hear. Why. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's genius. A little, a, a little different. <laughs> It's a little different, although right. I mean, a lot of uh-huh. a lot of geniuses uh-huh. have been influenced uh-huh. by. Well, if things go substances. awry, I just want because I know my sister is probably listening right now for the first time. My family <laughs> is not impressed with me in any way, shape, or form. We agree on that, that <laughs> right? Point. And uh, so she's probably listening. And I just want to say, if it goes awry, I do have, and she'll know exactly what I mean. The Betsy Ross. Volkswagen story to tell. I will pull that beautiful story out and hmm. uh 
and she knows exactly what it means. I'm just saying. You know, it, so it, let's play in nice. the middle of a news cycle. <laughs> Do where not the media, play into the hands of Stu and Pat. Where the media has uh, <laughs> outlined mm-hmm. that essentially threats were made against the Ukrainian president. <laughs> That I seems just like want my sister to do me a favor. That seemed like a threat. Don't play ball with Pat <laughs> and Stu. That's all I'm saying. That's all you're saying. That's all I'm saying. That's it. All right. Bill O'Reilly is coming up also in uh, just a few minutes, and he's going to give us his his look uh, at what's happening Does in the world. Does this book come out? Uh, is it out or is it coming out soon? Yeah, you missed him. I, oh, I, I had him, him on, on Tuesday. It was, it was really quite yeah, good. He said he was going to send me one. but uh... No, he said he was going to send one to your mom. Well, he sent he sent his last book to my mom, oh, okay. which was very nice. He actually did it too. Yeah. Um, however, he did not yet send me this new book, which I'm very excited to read. He really does care about you. He's he's a nice guy. Yeah, I got a galley all signed. Yeah. I got a you know got it two months early. You uh-huh. know. You? I, I I didn't I didn't get that. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, he told me he's <laughs> left your copy. You you can get it in a couple mm-hmm. of months when it's in the discount section at the bookstore. Oh, really? He said, yeah. He's left it there for you. Oh, just that's pick nice one of, of those up because that's local. Yeah, yeah. I can just, just go pick it up in a couple of months. Though? Uh, yeah, I mean, a couple months, and when you find it, he's knocked the price down for you. This is the Glenn Beck <laughs> Program. I don't know why. I've talked to presidents. I've talked to prime ministers. Uh, uh, I've talked to really famous people, and there's nothing that makes me more nervous than talking to my family on the air. That's because they know things about you. Yeah, the prime ministers don't know anything about I you. Don't, uh, I don't think that's... Uh, <laughs> Coletta Kewitt is the author of a new book called uh, The Pie Letters, Thoughts and Reflections on Pie and Life. If that sounds like something I could write, it's because Coletta Kewitt is my older sister. And uh, <laughs> and looking at the cover of her new book, where she's standing there with a pie, I fail to see the almost identical resemblance. Uh, <laughs> Other than the goatee, it's, yeah. it's close. Yeah. Um, and it, it really defies all logic, because you'd think I'd make an ugly woman, and I, I no. apparently don't. No. <laughs> I apparently don't. Uh, the pie letters, welcome to the program. And uh, watch your step carefully, because you are on with Pat and Stu, who have our ulterior <clears throat> motives, uh, my no. good sweet sister. Oh, no, no, no. How are you, Coletta? <laughs> good morning. Good morning. I'm fine. Yeah, good. <laughs> you should know, Coletta, this is the safest interview you will ever do in your life. It we is not, Coletta. 100% on your side, mm-hmm. nope. and we want to sell <laughs> copies of the pie letters. That is my mm. main goal and, in and life. And we right don't now. want to embarrass you at all. We want to embarrass Glenn. Glenn. Yeah, that's so. So hel- you help us, <laughs> we help you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing here to embarrass me. This is my sister who has, if you listen to this program, you know, we had a good, wouldn't you agree we had a good childhood? Screwed up, but a good childhood. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that didn't sound like much of an agreement. Yeah. Well, we, I mean. The main difference between they're... your childhood, though, is that she had to live with you, right? Like, right. you are already you, so you didn't have to deal I with that. I had to listen to all of her hippie records from her room. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we, I, I, maybe we're, maybe, you know, we, we, we all try to, you know, remember things more fondly than they were. But I know people had worse childhood and then have worse things happen to them, even though you have uh, have really, truly st- struggled in the family. Both my sisters truly have struggled. 
And what I like about this book, Coletta, is, uh, well, I'll tell you what I like and I don't, what I don't like. What I like about this is this is my sister finding happiness. And there is nothing I want more for my sisters and my family than to each of them find peace and happiness. And she found it through what she calls the pie letters. And so she was motivated to tell this story um, of of happiness and peace and kindness. Um, and now what I don't like about it is there are no recipes of your pies, which are the best <laughs> pies I've ever had. So tell us, tell us about the book, Coletta. Well, and actually, Glenn, I, um, it's, it's really, I found peace through the awareness of God through my life. By the way, you don't have to edit yourself. I know your language. You don't have to edit yourself. You can say God and scriptures and everything else in the program. (laughs) (laughs) But that's really, you know, just finding that peace and, um, and patience, which, you know, God actually had me write this book for me because I'm the one that um, I know we all need patience, but oh my gosh, through the, through the whole writing of, of it, it was, um, yeah, patience, patience, patience. And I write a lot about my husband, which we laugh a lot about this because I need patience with living with him. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I think so. I think so. Yes. Well, there's some, well, there's some pretty funny stories about just, um, you know, uh, relationships. Uh, marriage and yeah. Relationships. And then there are also those, um, yeah, just stories about our life as, as um, you know. There, yeah. So there's a reason why one of us went into the communications business and one of us went into the pie business. Uh, and, I, and which is which? I, I forget now. I think, I think, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, can I just, so that everybody knows, just, you know, to let you know, I didn't know we were having this little interview this morning and you woke me up from a dead sleep like oh i'm going to be on air okay so wait a minute one of us one of us didn't know about it it was me too i didn't know i as i prepared a show and they sprung this on me a half hour ago so both of us didn't know i blame the producer and pat that's your fault it's your fault yes glenda how, how much of the struggles in your life would you assign to growing up with glenn that's not... Percentage-wise, you want to give a roundabout figure? <laughs> which You have to ask yourself, which one do you think will help sell more books at this point, <laughs> Stu or me? Well, just so you know, his bedroom was right next to mine, mm. and he was my stinky little brother. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes. Stinky. His mm-hmm. room, room just permeated. Hmm. Um, permeated. But... <laughs> So I forget the name of your book. Um, It's called The Pie Letters. It's available on Amazon. You should buy as many copies as humanly possible. Explain what the the pie letters are, Coletta. Um, The Pie Letters is a a book on short essays. Yeah, but what were the pie letters originally? What were the pie letters? You went into the pie business. Oh. Yeah. Yes. So I... I had a um, a Pie of the Month club, and um, it started out, the pie letters first started out with meeting this 
um, gentleman who, um, I'm so sorry. Oh, boy. boy. Okay. So let me deal with the pilot. The book is that my sister is dead asleep. Um, <laughs> the the piloters, the piloters, she started this deal. My, my sister's a personal chef. Um, and she makes the best food. If you ever find yourself anywhere near Wyoming, find my sister's pies because they are fantastic. Um, and so she started making these pies, but she started making them and selling them and then bringing them to people, um, uh, you know, every single month. And it would be a different pie every month. And with it would come a pie letter. And it basically is what some of these chapters are. These pie letters were reflections on on um eternal truths and lessons of life and it she and what they have to do with pie go ahead Coletta. i have no idea what do they have to do with <laughs> yeah what do the yeah, letters they have, have to do, do with pie, pie? <laughs> well there's a synchronicity of between pie and life um um so so many things in our life are are um I'm just going to get here to one of the little short essays. This is the greatest interview mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of all time. Of all, of all time. I will time. say, I think it's great. I think it's fantastic, yeah. and Clint yeah. is doing a fantastic job. Yeah. And considering uh, the stinky permeations that came from her brother's room, <laughs> the fact that she's able to get to a level where she can write a book like this is incredible. It's incredible. Oh, I know. It's good. Yeah. And Glenn, and you're going to love me still in Either way, right? Uh, oh, we'll see at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, one of them, for instance, is um, called Pyology 101. And um, it's, it talks about how awesome it is to ponder um, how our creator has put our individual ingredients so carefully together. Yet we get to choose our finishing touches and the temperature settings of the day. Sometimes we're hot. Sometimes we're not. Every day is spent forming our own creation of self. Some days we also form a pie. Our ingredients of the day can be mixed up, nutty, and complicated, or just sweetly simple. Fruits grown out of even the best soil and conditions may become bruised, but even imperfect fruit can become a pie to savor. Life, as imperfect as it is, may be as a multitude, may maybe has a multitude of savory and sweet bites in each new day. Pie and life mm. filled to the brim with the fillings of our choice, oozing and bubbling over and just so beautifully messy. Being very hungry. Pie and life. Any pie or day can end in failure, but be perfected on the next. Pie and life presented in pieces and are just what is left or sometimes presented well-rounded as a whole. You are definitely in the life. same family. I can tell we're getting life advice through baked goods. Right? That is, this <laughs> is, is the, that not great? Yeah. <laughs> That's not great. I, I just, yeah. Pie and life are made up of a beautiful variety of spices and different tastes. Pie and life overworking can make it too tough. Pie and life tender care will always produce the perfect foundation. Pie and life dig in while it's fresh and share that creation. So. Oh. Oh, the name, the name of the book is The Pie Letters, Thoughts and Reflections on Pie and Life. Uh, it's by my sister, Coletta Kewitt, uh, and you can find it at Amazon right now, The Pie Letters. 
and it is well worth the read. I, I, I've heard rumor, not that I've read this book several times, but uh, <laughs> I have heard rumor that there is a... Uh, there's some other things in in this book that you should read. Anyway, you'll enjoy it. It is the and which which chapter is the uh, Glenn Beck's room odor it, it talks about? Uh, where can we find? <laughs> yeah, uh, the the pie letters, thoughts and reflections on pie and life. Coletta, I love you very much, and I'm very proud of I you. Love you too, okay, bye, sweetheart. <laughs> Thank you so much. You bet. Bye bye. That's so nice of you, Stinky. Yeah. It, from, for shut saying that up. <laughs> shut up. What she didn't say is all of the artwork done in this. She she really worked hard on this book, not for her. Uh, her friend is an artist and wanted to do all the artwork in the book, all this really oh, great wow. artwork. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, she was dying of cancer. Ooh. And she wanted, she mm. was like, I got to get this out before. I got to get this out because she does, uh. she's worked so hard on it. Uh, and it's a, it's a true labor of love and a labor of, um, of, of humility and um and god i think the pie letters thoughts and reflections on pie and life by coletta Kewitt. all right back in a second thank you for that help pat i really no no happy, I, happy to do it yeah i know i appreciate it thank you very much for both springing this on me and my sister <laughs> today Right. Uh, welcome to the uh, program. Glad you're here. Uh, Peter Schweitzer, uh, not Peter Schweitzer, but uh, John Solomon is going to be on with us. Big show today. Uh, big show. Bill O'Reilly and his opinion on what's going on. I, I need to share with you what we shared yesterday on the program. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do, nothing to do with uh, Joe Biden. Uh, nothing. I don't know if I'm, com- I'm no, comfortable I think, with that. Yeah. Okay. So yes, it does have something to do with Joe Biden, uh, but it is more about uh, the DNC. And I think Joe Biden is is being just thrown to the wolves. They don't care about Joe Biden. Hmm. They don't care about Joe Biden. Because I've gone back and forth on this, as you know. I I I kind of feel like if Joe Biden is a savvy politician, he can absolutely take advantage of this. Because he can come, and he kind of tried to do it a little bit yesterday, but not as overtly as I think I would do it if I were him as a candidate, to say that, look, the president of the United States is making phone calls to foreign leaders to try to sink my campaign because he knows I'll beat him. And I'm not saying he will beat him. I'm just saying if I'm Joe Biden, that's the argument I'm making to Democratic voters mm-hmm. today. You know, he's he look, he's not targeting Elizabeth Warren. He doesn't want dirt on Bernie Sanders. He's not looking at, hey, what's Pete Buttigieg been up to? He's coming after me. He's coming after me because he knows I'll beat him. And he's actually, but in reality, and this is where Donald Trump needs to stop playing defense on this and needs to start playing offense and needs somebody who can craft the story of what he was really doing. President knew what he was looking for, and he's not looking to take down Joe Biden. He's looking out. He's looking to take down uh, the deep state that's run by the Democrats. The, The Democrats were all over the Ukraine. Um, and they were all over in the Ukraine during the election. I mean, why would Hillary Clinton's uh, strategic advisor, her chief strategic advisor, be spending time in Ukraine at that time? Why? Uh, they used Ukraine. It's a beautiful vacation location. Uh, That's yeah, where you go. They used Ukraine uh, as a way, as an entrance to get dirt on people. 
uh, and an, and a doorway to the dirty money of Russia. And that's what Donald Trump is going to expose. And he's going to expose it in the intelligence community. He's going to expose it in the State Department. He's he's already exposed it in uh, our embassy in Ukraine and fired that person. Uh, and I think the documents haven't come out because nobody has wanted to speak because no one knew where the power was. Or, alternatively, if you're looking for a warm, tropical vacation spot, what better place than Chernobyl? <laughs> you, well, you Just make throwing a good, that out there. You make a good I, point. <laughs> you make a good point. This, this, <laughs> this uh, transcript that was released explains why Nancy Pelosi suddenly had a flip-flop. Uh, it explains um, why they are freaking out so much. It explains why Tony Podesta suddenly just shut down one of the biggest consulting firms in America overnight. Just remember that? He just Yeah, that was really weird. Gone. I quit. Shut it down. Why? Why? What was so corrupt? What was going on? What was so urgent that you shut it down that day? Well, we're now starting to see what that is. And we see the deep state. And uh, and it's going to be up to the Trump team to make the case. And I think they can. And the documents will come out. This is the Glenn Beck Program.